There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, humans. Welcome back to the Schmo Zone. This is episode number 69. Nine. I... <laughs> Stop. We're, we're fired. I'm fired before. <sighs> I'm Dave Schmolton, aka the Schmo. My co host is <laughs> Helen Yee. With Helen Esports. And our guest today is Kendra Lust. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, happy to be on this 69th episode. <laughs> it's epic. I'm going to be real with you. And everybody, we are dressed up. I am laughing. We just went to dinner. We had a good time. We were just at Barry's Prime Rib in Circa downtown. Yes. Thank you very much, Kendra, for inviting us out. Oh, this is a you. late night podcast, 11 p.m. I'm just going to break the ice so everyone can understand the situation here at hand. We really appreciate you. We were talking a lot of MMA. You're a huge MMA fan. We just had, at episode 68, Sugar Sean O'Malley. You had some choice words, but he was upset that you were not, he was not going to be 69. He didn't know who would be 69. You are 69. You don't like him. He loves 69, the rapper. No, or 69. 69. That's why I tried in one of these takes, you know, 69. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. So I shouldn't say... I'm just not a fan. I feel as if he has not truly fought anybody who a big name, okay? And I get it. UFC wants to push him. They really want him to be the next big thing. I get it. However, I just feel that he's a little bit overrated and he hasn't completely earned his stripes. So I'm looking forward to seeing him fight Cody because that to me is going to be an epic they've had some banter back and forth cody's called him sugar free i mean they they've gone back and forth so i can't wait to see that well do you think that fight will be next i i don't know that it'll be next because cody talked about going to 125 i believe right yeah but i i feel like this this fight could happen at 135 at 135 it could i definitely see it and i don't know how near future but it's going to happen within the next 12 months it has to happen to me styles make fights and these two would stand and bank it would be a lot of fun yeah big personalities big personalities former champion cody garbrandt uh timing might be right the stars might align it's interesting but how damn tough was Chris? The green-haired Chris machine. Moutinho. Oh, my god! He's the man. He was incredible. I was a little disappointed that they, they uh, Herb, Herb, excuse me, Herb Dean called it early. You know, I just felt that the kid should have had the 28 seconds or whatever was left to finish because he had sustained I don't know how many punches. I, I, it was incredible. That was a record was for a the bat. Yeah. 214, what was it? O'Malley yeah. set a Jeez. record for significant significant strikes landed in the Bantamweight division. On, I mean, 
but that kid's tough. And what yes. what what he proved right there. I mean, he set for to me watching the fight. I could see that O'Malley was getting tired. His mouth was getting open. He kept looking at the clock. So I mean, he. It was a great pro debut, and I, I don't think that's the last we're going to see of this kid. So he no. definitely set set the tone. Yeah. For and I saw his manager, Tyson. Shout out to post, Tyson Chardier. Yeah, shout out to Tyson. Posts on his Instagram that I think leading into fight week, he only had a couple thousand followers on Instagram. And then after that fight, I think it's now at like 122,000. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And he took that on a pretty short notice, too. So um, because I, who was he fighting uh, before or who? I, f I forgot. But I think that for some reason, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's Louis Smoka. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I mean, kudos to that kid. He's a tough ki kid. He's got a, a great chin. I think he's going to he's going to definitely be a top contender in the UFC for sure. And very well-deserved $75,000 bonus. Yes, I saw that. I mean, that's awesome. So good for him. Uh, as far as, you know, uh, O'Malley goes, we'll see what's next. You know, I don't know. Whatever. I don't have too much to comment about him. But I think he just – he's he definitely is branding himself. It's like you either – like you love him or you hate him type thing. And I don't know. Not a big fan just yet. I'm more of a Cody fan. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, should we talk about the main event of that fight? The big, yeah, the big Kahuna, the big, the big news. Sure. Conor McGregor, the loss, the antics, the post-fight yes. stuff. Ugh. Where does he leave off? How does he make you feel? You're a big super fan of this sport. Yeah, I I love Conor. He is uh, obviously he he's made UFC what it is today, right? I mean, when you think of UFC, I you you see Conor McGregor. So he knows how to sell a fight. Uh, the the fight sold out in five minutes, I think, against Poirier. Okay, or Poirier. So I do believe that there is a fight in the future. I just don't know how long is it going to take for that leg to heal. It could be six months. It could be. I mean, who knows? Um, I love Connor. Uh, respect to you know Poirier. However, I uh, I don't know. I, I'm a Connor fan. I just I I love him, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, where do you think he goes from here? Because obviously with his star power and a lot of people are saying he can still pretty much call his shots. Oh, absolutely. But where do you think or what makes sense? Because he has options like Nate Diaz, that yes. trilogy. Obviously, Dustin Poirier, if they go for that fourth fight. Even I've heard people mention Tony Ferguson. That could be a fun fight. I love fight. that fight. It could be. I. I mean, I definitely see a fourth fight for um, Dustin and and Connor and Dustin. Of course, he's going to take it. Thank you, Connor, for making me another million. I mean, one million dollars. Thank you. Right. Okay. So I know that there was a lot of um, trash talk leading up to it, and 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 you know when you're talking about like family, I kind of think like that should be off limits. Like right, the whole wife and the DMs and that type of thing. And then Dustin had said something about, oh, he said he wanted to murder me. I don't think he meant it like that. Just I think that's those are just words like in the you know in the octagon. But you know definitely leave family out. However, he knows how to sell a fight. And at the end of the day, he's an entertainer. I mean, he's he's a former champion. He's great at what he does, and he sells the fight. So you know just suck it up and, and collect your next million for the fourth. It's going to happen. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I think at this point, he just needs to kind of uh, 
uh, focus on uh, rehabilitating and, and go from there. Can I just say one thing that I yeah. just, I've been saying it all week. I've been telling Helen and I knew when we do this podcast with you, I'd, I'd somehow come out, but like, I just really didn't like the idea of, of sticking a microphone in his face. Like Joe Rogan yeah, went down there. I don't was, know if it was him. I, was I don't know if it was a producer, that. whoever's judgment it was. Like, I know he's been selling tickets all week. He's yes. the face of the fight game. He's Conor McGregor. He's a legend, yes. hall of famer, you know, his mark, his legendary status. It's already cemented. But like to stick a microphone when his leg is snapped, I'm not going to compare it to like Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva, but they're like snapped. Different fights, different times. But imagine sticking a microphone right then and there when they're like like the endorphins, what your thoughts, you're not going to be like clear level headed when people are asking you a question. I feel like that's not being talked about enough. And I mean, there's no justification for what he said, hands down, but I just don't like all of the decision making, not some of it throughout this whole thing. Agree. You know, I, I, the, I guess what I was focusing on is is Connor. You know, he kept saying like Doctor Stoppage, Doctor Stoppage. He wanted to make sure, you know, that that that's what stopped this fight. You know, um, however, yes, I mean he's in pain. He just lost. He's down there. Probably bad judgment. I don't know who made that call. Um, not good timing. However, you know, the fact that uh, I guess thinking uh dustin and connor you know no matter what connor has said he always pays respect and it's you know there may, might be antics you know and, and trash talk leading up to it but when the fight's over he always is a class act shakes that person's hand where dustin i don't know i feel like he took it too personal i guess maybe because they talked about family but i didn't like after the fact that you know he kind of told the fans basically kiss my whole that oh, part I just thing. I didn't like that I, I guess I'm getting away from what you're asking me but um bad judgment doing that to him while he was down like that um but again I, when it comes to Dustin I just didn't like how he handled himself after the fact it's like things are done you know the guy's hurt like I don't know it just bothered me that he he, he didn't he wasn't classy about it after and you mentioned about kind of Connor bringing or getting Dustin's family involved what about even afterwards his wife yeah, yeah, yeah. like gets in there and then flips Connor off. Yes, and you know, I mean, I, I to a degree, I get it. You know, because that's your husband. You're going to support your husband. Emotion is high. He's said a lot of negative things about her, and I guess it would piss me off if those things weren't true. However, there's a time and a place, and I just that was Dustin's moment, and I think maybe just kind of step back and you know. Uh, I didn't like that either, though. That's just my opinion, though. I guess what I do and whether people think is right, again, is, is two different things. But, yeah, step back and just kind of let your man do his thing and then, you know, go off and enjoy your million. Yeah. I just have to say it was really cool getting to know you before we even did this podcast, yeah. having dinner, yeah, breaking bread. Great steaks and drinks. Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't know. And our little mini desserts. That was fun. That I was know. good. That Baby was great cookies. steak. I know. Great I, I steak. Oh, me too. I However, can't even suck it in. I know, right? Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm just glad to, to come back and hang out. And yeah. So what brings you back to Vegas this weekend? So originally, uh, we were going to try to make, I keep alluding over to my, my guy, we were going to try to do the um, Watch Connor. And then I was like, okay, I don't know. And it didn't work out. We have friends coming out. So we said three days of like connecting because... 
the pandemic has just been, you know, I mean, I've traveled, but we haven't like done anything without our little ones. So three days of us and then three days to kind of go hard in the paint. Although Phoenix lost tonight, I wasn't too happy about what, Define that. hard in the paint. Like, you know, you're just, you're going hard. Like you just day club, night club, day club, night oh, club. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I'm a lot of talk. And then I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't know if I can do this again. What, what, yeah. in today's day and age, what is a Kendra list? How much oh, can gosh. you throw down yeah. of alcohol in a day well, and be functioning? You know, or not right? It's you know, it's it's the quality, not the quantity. <laughs> oh, um, you know, I can do just like a few sh- few shots or a couple of drinks in the day, and then I need a break, and then night. So I mean, I'm not going sloppy. You don't want to be sloppy. You know, just kind of feeling good. Just like three at dinner, you know. Oh, I know. What the hell happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> he kept sending them over. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. That's about it. Misha Tate, she's fighting uh, her return on the 17th. I am so excited uh, to see her fight. Um, It's been a while. She looks better than ever. Oh, my gosh. Shredded. I'm like, holy crap, amazing. Insane. Insane. And how her and her husband do it, I, I mean, they are one dynamic, like, kick-ass couple because you know they got two little ones and they're both training and it's a balance meal prep i mean just i can't imagine so they kudos to them because they are handling it i'm so i'm excited i i wish that they had uh you know seats for fans to come to i'm trying to sneak my way in but i don't want to leave my friends out either way i'm going to be supporting her streaming the fight whatever i have to do i don't care we're going to watch it so um yeah she's going to kick ass we're excited. We're very excited yeah. to see it. It's so crazy, too, because not too long ago, it was before the pandemic, we were in uh, Singapore, or no, not Singapore, yeah. we were in Japan yes. for one championship. Ah. Le- um, Misha, Misha was there. Yes. She was their ambassador. Yes. We interviewed her there. And to think of that Misha, that version of her, physically, emotionally, everything, where she was at that point in her life, to what we've seen now, and that what we're going to interview her before this fight, we're going to see her cage side from this fight to to see that physical transformation I know. that's going to be really interesting for us and such a short amount of time if yeah. you really look at the big picture it's it's incredible and i i think i saw even she has like new i don't know sweatpants or something like misha tate 2.0 that's cool i love it you know i think though there comes especially for women you know they want to start a family and if you're not if you don't have that passion you know it it is time to step away right so uh, she has a beautiful family and for whatever reason i mean i think once you're a fighter you're always a fighter and that passion has always been inside of her and and i think now that you know um she's back here she's in vegas she's you know she was in Singapore for, for one championship. So, uh, you know, a fire has been lit, you know, and she is reigniting her passion and she's looking better than ever. And um, I don't know who knows what she's going to do, but I, I, I have a feeling, you know, the um, good things, great things. And, and you know, it's a, just a, she's reinventing herself, you know, so. I'm excited. And, and I'm, she's a great commentator. She's incredible. And has a good, like, radio show as well. Yeah, I, I, they asked me to be on it at one point. It was so funny, though, because I, oh, my God, I don't know. Uh, she's like, oh, you've got, like, something about, you've got some mean elbows. And I was like, oh, my God, I went spray tanning. It's like, are these <laughs> things, like, really bad? She goes, no. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I can be, you'd never know I was a nurse. Like, I, I could save lives at one time, but I can be kind of spacey. Yeah, but. yeah. 
we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But you, um, Helen is looking pretty jacked. But you, Kendra, oh, you are looking you very are, jacked yeah. too. Holes. Your arms You're down, oh right? Because berries like, got so, me. <laughs> so it's no. crazy because uh, berries. Shout out to that. You got everybody. Tonight. Yeah, yes. got, got me too. Um, but um, what's interesting is like with the sport, and you're a huge fan MMA. Yeah. Fitness is really important to you, and beauty is really important to you. And looking at <laughs> looking at these uh, fighters like Misha and and these warriors, like yes, I mean, what do you make of everything? I, you know, I feel that uh, female is the future. Uh, I'm quoting when a fighter, but um, you know, I feel like there you can be beautiful, strong. There, I don't feel like you have to fit a, a specific um, look. You know, I mean, if you want to be tatted and, and you want to shave your head, that's fine. If you want to be more feminine and 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 you can you can do that. I think it's just personal preference. So, kudos to all the women training hard and just following their passion, whatever it may be. I I love it. I support it and. You know everybody's watching so and even to those women former ufc fighters they're about to transition <gasps> into bare knuckle yes. paige van zant rachel osovich yes and i love that i i have a huge amount of respect for paige i mean i did before uh more so now because she is still doing what she wants to do however she's getting paid a little bit or actually a lot more than she was so she is utilizing her skill her beauty her personality to create you know revenue and and a better life for herself so and she's not necessarily doing something she doesn't want to do she's still involved in mma so you, at the end of the day you know you, you have to love what you do but you don't want to get beat up for peanuts right so but what she also does too and i've noticed some fighters too uh rachel does it as well like having like i don't know if it's called only fans i know yeah. that is mm -hmm. one but just having a page where people can get more Our exclusive website. content yes. and she's very good looking she's mm -hmm. going to get the attraction of yeah. a lot of people signing up for that yeah. like how how do you see that business and like for you like what do you make of that whole thing i think you must utilize something like that too i do and i've actually had some of the ufc mma people reach out to me and and you know in regards to it and how it works and that type of thing and it's not people always identify only fans with adult um you know entertainers and it's not necessarily that's not true so there are some people that you know may do implied nude or like bikini photos or just you know, uh, content of maybe them just like hanging out in their backyard, you know, taking oh, really? a dip in the pool, whatever. So I think it's whatever, whoever is comfortable with, however, it's exclusive and they are making most of the money. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, you know, your body, your choice. And if they're not under a contract with anyone, right. And you know, then they should be able to do what they want to do. So a lot of people are using uh, that platform to maximize or to, to monetize, I guess, on their brand. I'm sure that's probably changed the adult industry yeah. significantly. Oh, goodness. You have no idea. It's incredible. Um, it went from producers, directors dictating a lot of um, the movies and in the roles and who gets highlighted and, and what have you to the performers having more autonomy and essentially branding themselves in the way that they want to. And it is, I would say, oh my God, I, I've probably increased my revenue by 
over 90%. It's insane. That's crazy. Insane. So, yeah. you know, it's available. I think it's just uh, the benefit, I think, is having uh, built a name, you know. Mm -hmm. So some of the newer girls, you know, it takes them a while, but but there's opportunity to make a lot of money. You just have to kind of know how to how to brand yourself and, and uh, be consistent. Now, do you see that as kind of the future and what the adult industry will kind of turn into? Well, I think it all depends on what somebody wants. You know, some, uh, you know, some newer girls coming in the industry or even male talent, you know, they don't necessarily know of a lot of the platforms that are things that are available to them. So I think it just, it, it takes a little while to kind of figure out what you want to do. And then once you have a fan base, you know, then you can, you can branch off and start working and doing things for yourself. You know, which is great because when you shoot something for a company, you don't get residuals. That's it. You get a flat fee and they continue to make money. Off your over, IP. Uh, over and over and over. With the wow. OnlyFans, you're retaining 80% of the profits. And um, it's very lucrative. And I do believe that fans these days, they want more of an intimate connection. They want to get to know the the entertainer or the, the talent. So they like that. It's more personal. So I think that is the way of the future. And that's that's how it's, how it's going so far. And I imagine your OnlyFans only grows as time progresses. You know, I initially I felt really guilty when the pandemic hit. And I thought, oh, my gosh, like 30% increase. Like, what the hell's going on? You know, and you know people are losing their job and, you know, that type of thing. And then I thought, you know, I, I'm not going to feel bad because when you think about it, you know, I've laid out everything. I'm completely vulnerable to criticism, to judgment. Like, I've earned this. So, you know what? No guilt, no shame. I'm just going to make the most of it and, you know, try to be strategic and developing a plan a little bit long term. I always say I'm not ready to hang up my thong yet. However, if the sales are going up, I'm not retiring, honey. Like, it's not <laughs> happening. So, yeah. So, show me the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad, but I, I love it. I have fun with my fans. They're awesome. They're patient as hell. Um, the the Lost yeah. Army. Yeah, you know, they're, they're awesome, you know, because... I can be a little like, I don't know, I go into mom mode and like I focus on all this stuff and everything else except what I have to do. And then I'm like, holy shit, it's one o'clock. I probably should have done customs, you know, so. Um, I must be living in the schmo zone. I go from the, we go from the Nick Diaz army last week to the, <gasps> the oh, lust army this week. Army. Yeah. The Diaz brothers, badass. I know. Nick's I, coming back. Coming yeah, back. It's official. That, I know. I, uh, I saw that. I was like, okay. That, that's big news. That's September. exciting. Yeah, so looks like I'll be coming back to Vegas, baby. Awesome. Gotta be here. Gotta stay in the mix. So Yes, staying in the mix. And kind of <laughs> circling back to what you mentioned before about being a nurse, like yeah. what made you decide to transition into the adult in industry? Yeah, that's a good question. I get that a lot and I always think like, you know, who says, yeah, I want to grow up and take my clothes off? Like, you know, you don't grow. Who the hell says, yeah, that's my dream? You know, be milf of the whatever. You know, you, you just oh, don't think like it. that. Yeah, I know, right? So, you know, you don't think like that. But um, I never really, I've always been a very, I don't want to say promiscuous, but I've always felt like a very, like, sexual aura, like, very, like, free-spirited when it comes to that. So I always, always 
like to feel sexy, whatever. However, I was kind of like just sexy in my bedroom. Had my own collection of DVDs in the top drawer, right? Oh, so, okay. you know, you got your little collection. Any favorites? Um, Gosh, oh gosh, I don't know. There, I mean, I don't know if I had any favorites. I, I don't know. I mean, we had our go-tos, you know, I think. <laughs> a lot of times it was just like background noise. We'd watch a little and kind of do our own thing. Who's but, we? Oh, you know, Professor X, my guy. That's mm. the nickname, Julian and I gave him I, I don't know but um so anyway so whatever um we watched it I'm trying to stick to the story and um enjoyed it we're sexual comfortable with each other and then there was just kind of like some family things that happened and um financial circumstances just some uh with my family so I, being a nurse I felt like okay I have to help my family so what can I do to help my family? Do I go back to school? No, that's going to take too long. So um, I picked up extra time at work and working as a nurse on midnight shift. And oh boy, that's fun. Uh, we That's another story for another day. Um, I started webcamming, just thought, okay, I can make some money this way. No one will ever find out. And then someone said, oh, maybe you should do adult, like porn. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I watch it, but like, how the hell do I do that? So I, I, I was under this I guess, illusion or idea that no one would ever find out. And how naive, right? I did not realize the internet was so big and that, yeah. The wild fucking west. <laughs> I know, right? Like, Jesus, Lord, yeah. I just, I'm so, I was oblivious, like, because I had DVDs, right? Anyway, so I did it for six months and then people found out and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I better tell my family because I didn't want them to find out from other people, right? So, so yeah, so... I essentially was just trying to like give my family and you know better life than kind of what I had and I mean nurse cop not a bad gig you know but you're never gonna have your house paid off you're never gonna have property it's long hours no. from friends yeah. that I know yeah. who are nurses you're gonna work holidays you're gonna miss your kids shit like no so I you know since uh, being an adult I've never missed a holiday you know, I have properties and, you know, you, you build a life outside of, and it's not just about things. It's just creating opportunities, not just for your family, but for, for people that you care about and you feel, you know, have a good chance to do something better with their life. It, it just, what bothers me about like our country, our society is that like that a job that's an essential need where you being a nurse, essential need yeah. that you would want essential things sure. to fulfill your happiness, which is yeah. what we're all in pursuit of and sure. living this life that we're gifted with, like that you had to resort to something different than something that was your first choice because it wouldn't bring a means to an end for your personal happiness. Yeah, but you know, that's life. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. You think about it like in a way, like, I don't want to say it sucks. It's a great life. Like we live in the beautiful, the best country in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't really, I don't feel bad about it. I don't have an ounce of guilt at all. Like I am completely finally at peace with the decisions I've made because, you know, I, I can see what doing that, you know, maybe I've sacrificed some things that other people wouldn't be comfortable with, but that's fine. Like say what you want about me. I know at the end of the day, I can rest my head knowing I'm a good human being and what I do doesn't define who I am. So with that, zero guilt, zero shame. And, um, you know, I always think like, and like you said, teachers, cops, you know, a lot of the essential workers don't make enough, you know, and that, that does kind of suck, but we know that going in and, you know, I don't know, maybe we, you know, we're naive to the fact that, you know, we want 
we want more, I guess. I, I don't know. But uh, I don't regret. I still have my nursing license. Like, I don't regret you, you any. You maintain that? Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. I do my CEUs. Boy, they're fun. But, um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. So I don't regret things in my life. And I think, like you said, and I was talking to you about this earlier, Helen, things happen for a reason. And we become who we are because because of our past experiences, right? So we've, yeah. we've talked about this many times, yeah. I like that. So. And something that David always likes to say, and in the beginning, he used to always tell me like, he who cares least holds the most power. A hundred percent. When you and Professor X told me this a long time ago, and he would say, you know, I said, I always worry about, you know, our little one. And I said, you know, they can say what they want about me, but I don't want them to say anything about you well, so or her because like that to me is not okay. You know, like you can, I mean, say what you want. Like I have, I've heard it all. Like you can't phase me because if I worried about what people said, I'd never leave my house. Right. right. But what you said that, that David uh, quoted is similar to what he had said. And he said, when you live your life for everyone else, you live in a prison and a jail, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, what are we always, you know, growing up, we worry about what do our parents think? What are we, we're living to, to fit society's norms, right? Because we're trying to prove something. And at the end of the day, like if you're really not happy what you're doing, you know, uh, and you're worried what other people say, like you, you'll never truly be authentic to yourself. You so. can only control your happiness and That's right. you need to figure yeah. things out. You can't, you only live one life. No one else can live it for you. So if you're going to listen to what all the haters say or yeah. the naysayers, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. They told me no for months and months. Like, oh yeah, no, never going to make it. Stop tweeting. You tweet too much. Like people are tired of you on their timeline. And like, and no, these were just like a lot of people when I first started in the industry and uh, a lot of people just saying like who are you why are you so nice and like a lot of negativity and that's okay you know because um uh, that's okay i you know i don't know i just i kept uh doing what i thought or what we thought was best for my brand and i'm grateful for that so yeah well, when you mentioned that it just reminds me many years ago um some of my friends were also in the industry I've never done it. I know people are asking oh, me yeah. to do OnlyFans. I mean, I'm sorry, you, you won't see it yes, on Google. I mean, or incognito mode. But <laughs> um, beautiful, I get that. They would say that people get very catty in oh, that industry, yeah. and it would kind of surprise me to hear that. Well, I think you know, women uh, tend to be. I don't know what it is. I think guys. It's so funny. I was talking about this. I don't know. If, oh, I was talking about this with my friend Sheena earlier. Um, she was like, yeah, women sometimes like will look at other women and be like, oh, you've got, you know, like we're looking at our stuff or guys, they're not just pulling out their stuff and being like, oh yeah, <laughs> like you got a penis enlargement, touch it, feel it. Like, how, you know, like I think we're more open. Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe, but in tune to that. But, um, I think the problem is, 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 you know, social media is, Infil it's like infiltrates every aspect of our life. These, these, you know, the pressure to look a certain way, be a certain way, all these filters and, and plastic surgery and I, like do what makes you happy, you know. But I think it is a struggle for women these days to just, just to be it, a woman. It's a blessing and a curse, social media, because it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's literally made 
huge careers. Like people that used to be influential in Hollywood are now influential as influencers yes. on TikTok. Yes. It's a different it's world that we live in. Yes. It's it's a bizarre to see. Even even the way TikTok exploded during the pandemic yes. and where it's at right now, it's it's night and day. That's true. And weren't they supposed to or trying to ban TikTok at one point? Yes. That was a Trump. Now, that oh. thing, not necessarily a Trump thing. I think because of the something, the, there were some regulations with China and the privacy laws, I think. It was what I, something regarding that. I, I know, know they were trying. I know Triller was also a company created yeah. because then they thought they would have a success with TikTok potentially yes. being banned. No comment further. Um, I have no idea. I st we stay out of politics. Yeah. yeah. It's just the best way to do it. 100%. But, um, yeah, people, this is, I mean, I could go deep with it, but uh, we keep the schmoes on a positive vibe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Only. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I'm not, like, saying, like, one thing's better than the other, but I think there was just, like, an issue with that, and, and um, for whatever reason they were... I don't know, banning it for a certain time, but you know, it's back or whatever. Kids love it. There's awesome dances. Like, you know, it it's generally a fun, cool place, but social media has definitely changed the game. Yes. It is it's again, it's a blessing, but it is all can also be a curse yep. because you I feel like sometimes like I set a timer so I don't spend more than X amount of time mm. on it. That's yeah, a good because idea. you can just scroll and get lost in stuff and you're yeah. like, where did the time go? And it's by design. Yeah. Right. They're all competing for your attention. Every single yeah. one of these. What apps. was that documentary we watched? It, I don't know. Um, but it was about social yeah. media. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember the name of that documentary. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. But women, I guess, getting back to what you're talking about, you know, we can be because, and, and maybe it's not so much in the adult industry now, but I remember, you know, when I first started, because we're all competing for the next mm. show, was uh, it place in that movie. Very competitive. You know, I for me, not so much, just because I think there's a lot of younger, newer girls starting. I started a little bit later, so my maybe it was a little bit different for me. I mean, it was still competitive, but I didn't, um, I don't know, I guess I just didn't, I, maybe I didn't look at it like, like that, but definitely for the younger girls, you know. But, but so. now, and the girls going up now, they can just only use OnlyFans if they want, right? No, I mean a lot of the studios have uh, have I don't want to say been out of business, but they're they're not shooting as much, and you know their their budgets are budgets aren't the same. So, you know, it is not there are not as many spots to fill like on site, like you know in LA, like you know a lot of the companies have, yeah, really have like not only got gone out of business, but they're only doing maybe like on like on demand or like video download or you know that type mm -hmm. of thing. So there's definitely a de huge decrease in shooting like quite a bit well do you think with OnlyFans and social media mm -hmm. enabling women to kind of put their own websites out like do you think that it allows society to kind of embrace that stuff more whereas back then it, it was seen as more like just you know behind closed doors or late hours like no one wanted to talk about it but sure. let's be real like I'm sure most adults have yeah. sex or yes. have sexual tendencies. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think with at the pandemic, gosh, it, I don't want to say it was, it was terrible. I mean, a lot of people passed away. It was it's huge. I mean, we'll never forget this, right? Like, it's... Life changed forever. That's yeah. right. Okay. So, however, I think it did shed light on... Uh, light, 
I guess, uh, onto sex work, right? And, you know, a lot of these women who could who were put out of work, single moms or, you know, whatever, uh, went to OnlyFans. I mean, there was a, I forgot, she was a pastor's daughter who was, I be, maybe a teacher. I forgot exactly what she did, but she's divorced and she started to do an OnlyFans. And then you have mainstream people doing OnlyFans. And, you know, so... I think maybe society views it differently because if it's between feeding my family or put, keeping a roof over my head, I'm, I'm going to do OnlyFans all day. And, yeah. you know, that's just – it is what it is. So it's, it's, it's 69th episode. <laughs> the 69th yeah. episode. Got to get juicy. You know, it's yeah. – it's, so uh, you brought up her earlier, but your yeah. daughter, and you were showing us videos at dinner, and yeah. she looked like she has some hands. Only nine years old, yeah. too. She's nine, and um, she's, of course, you know, I'm a little partial. I think she's awesome, you know, but, you know, all kids can be little jerks. and She can be like that sometimes, but she's, I shouldn't say little jerks, but she's feisty. She has big personality. She's a leader, like She's dedicated. She watched the Ronda Rousey um, documentary and wanted to train six days a week after that. And I'm like, six days? Like, friend time, uh, uh, mathnasium. She's like, oh, I can just cut out math. I'm like, no, you can't. Like, it's just not how this works. So she's, she is, I, I can't describe her. Like, she's triple fire on the Zodiac. I mean, someone told me that years ago. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? But she... She wasn't even supposed to be here. Like, I didn't even know that I could have uh, get pregnant. So here she is showing up when she wanted. She came out how she wanted. Okay. Uh, here I am. We're not going to get too detailed. But I'm like three hours of this. I'm tap. I was tapping out during pregnancy. Okay. I had ice chips. I mean, they were, I put mascara on before. And he's like, why are you? I go, well, if I'm going, I want good pictures. Oh, I was a hot mess. He's squeezing like washcloths over my head. I'm just like, oh my God. So she, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's coming. They're like, oh, the head's right there. I'm like, bullshit. I don't see it. I want a mirror. I had a cheerleader. Okay. So she came when she wanted. Oh, wait, cheerleader? How she wanted. Oh, I had a nurse cheerleader. Okay. Because awesome. she came instead of head down, face down, she came head down, face up. Little shit too, but <laughs> the wrong way. So, okay, when she wanted, how she wanted, and now she's doing, living her life like the way she wants, you know? So she really, I know that she's going to be something fierce. She says, I'm going to be a UFC fighter by the time I'm 20. I'm going to be champion by 24, 25. You know, so these are things she's already said. So... Hey, Very so, I so, love it. So then my next question is, at what age will she get her first Schmo interview? Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. If it were her choice, it would be now. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be now. Wow. I you like know, I yeah, I do. Like I said, it was kind of funny. So and I won't I don't want to keep too much of your time talking about her. But um, I mean, I could talk about her all day. Um, so she knows I, I do something, but she doesn't understand because she's nine. And I we try to keep it in nine-year-old terms. So, you know, I say mommy has a model name and, you know, because we'll go to events and people, you know, say stuff. And I'm like, shit. Like, I, I, I want to kind of prep her. So, um, you know, I said I have a model name and I take very sexy pictures. And sometimes, you know, I don't have on my top. You know, so I kind of like, she's like, I don't even want to know that, mom. Okay, fine. Like, she's like, well, I won't be doing that. I'm thinking, yes, good. You know, please don't, right? So, but I want to prep her. And that's all she needs to know because she's nine, right? So, um, here I go with my damn story. Now I forgot my damn story. Oh, I don't know that. Why did my story? Oh, where was I going with it? 
Anyway, but this is going to piss me off. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> It'll come off. It'll come it's going to aggravate me, though. It's going to bug me. Her interview. Um, you said when's it going to be? Yeah. So, oh, here it goes. That's where it goes. So, um, Richard had us down when he was at Andiamos. Okay, Richard Wilkes. Okay. And he... Uh, he knows uh, Dana White. So Dana White and him are good friends. Dana White happened to be down at Andiamo's at the same night we were there. So he introduced us. Fine. We And I said, you know, Dana, I don't want anything from you. Just check out my daughter. Two seconds. And if you'd like give her a follow, that would be cool. So she was excited. Dana White followed her. <laughs> and then she was in her playroom playing. And uh, she had, she has like UFC decals and like whatever posters. And she had a UFC shirt on. And Dana White came in her room when she went live. And uh, Professor X, my hubs, was like, hey, like Dana White's in your room. She's like, yeah. She goes, mom might have a lot of fans, but I have a lot of famous people that, that, that come is into my gosh. room. And I was Damn. like, oh, my God. Because he's like, nice shirt, kid. Or like, you know, something. I was like, this little shit. So she's, I mean, I love it, Boss. though. I love it. I'm more like go with the flow. And I oh, don't know. She takes the lead. She's putting boys in chokeholds. Like, she's just tough. So I love it. That's badass. Ask her mom, how do you feel kind of seeing her training and wanting to get in combat sports? Well, we've tried, I've tried to kind of like detour her a little bit, detour her a little bit. I'm I'm like, you know, if you want to play piano, if you want to sing, you're a really great dancer because she's really good at hip hop. She's got swag. Like she's really good. I said, you can do whatever and we will be just as proud of you whatever makes you happy we will support it and she's like yeah i don't want to do anything <laughs> i'm just <laughs> like okay all right fine okay i tried you know so i i don't like oh i don't know i don't like it because i see like I, when i watch some of the it's easier for me to watch the guys get beat up i don't know why but it just i don't know you view them a little they're just a little bit more they're tougher than women when it comes to certain things right so, but when I see like a, a girl, you know, cut up and bloody, you know, it's hard for me to see that, you know, I, and then I picture, you know, my little one, but then she's the same kid that comes home that has a cut knee. And I'm like, oh my God, let me get you a band. She's like, mom, I'm fine. And I, you know, so, yeah. You're talking about MMA. You you like and cover bare knuckle too. That those cuts. I know. I know. I know. Well, not yet. I'm I'm just you know they're nice enough to ask me to come down and um, uh, fly me out just to kind of shadow and get a feel. And hey, they might say, yeah, we're, yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, we don't really like you, but you can come hang out. So I don't know. You know, no expectations. So no a disappointment. Shadow, like uh, as an interviewer. Yeah, just awesome. you know, so just to kind of get a feel and and you know. Hey, it's an opportunity. And what's the worst they can say is no. I've heard that so many times before. I just don't give a shit. So, yeah. That's what I really like about you, too, is, like, I've heard that word a lot throughout my entire life. And Helen as well. It's like, so it's like when people tell you no, you find a way and you get what you want. Yeah. And and for me, it's it's bigger than just, it's not really about me at at this point. I, I mean, I love it. I'm passionate about it. When I uh, did an event in Florida in February, I was, you know, I, I enjoyed talking to fighters and these these new box, like young boxers making their pro debut or, you know, just maybe having a couple fights. And I just was, I loved, like, I felt this passion and just like 
it was like the best time I'd had doing something outside of like family stuff or friend stuff in a long time that I was just, I was so excited. I lost my voice. I mean, I was pumped. I just, it's just, it's inspiring to see these young athletes, you know, and, and the things that they've, they've gone through to kind of get their shot. And I was there to kind of be a part of it. So it was cool. So um, I guess my point is I'd love to, you know, kind of help my daughter and not saying like it's but a lot of times it is who, you know, but just to kind of create some opportunities for her that maybe she wouldn't have had. So you're a great mom. I Hey, that's one thing. I I mean, I always say we're working. Pro- I, mean, I think we want all trying to be like the best parent. Like there's no book. And I read stuff. I'm like that nerd. Like, oh, this says this. And he's like, no, there's no book. Like get out of the book. So I'm more like, you know, like and he's more like so we're a good balance. He's like pan- I'm hands on, but he's more of like a realist. Like you're not going to know because I said so, you know, and that's just the way it is. She's a kid. You're the adult where I'm like, oh, we could do. And he's like, no, it doesn't work like that. So we're a good balance. But thanks. Do you remember the specific moment that got you really into MMA? You know, I think it was, it wasn't one specific moment, but when we saw that she was really passionate about it, I was like, okay, I really need to get into this shit because how am I going to relate to my kid, right? You know, I mean, yeah, I can sit and watch her little YouTube videos and, you know, but I want to be able to really relate and talk and her just to, like, you know, you, you, you want to have something in common because as they get older, they want less to do with you and all about their friends. So it's cool to kind of have something like you guys can like, you know, just talk about, go to and yeah. So it's more about her. So I got a fun MMA question for you when it comes to the UFC. I'm ready. Who would you say right now is the biggest star Ooh. in the UFC? I mean, oh gosh, biggest all things considered. Star. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Biggest star. I don't know. Oh. You just said Francis. Yeah, I like, yeah, probably Francis. I mean, I just. Maybe, Heavyweight I, champion it's hard. of the world. Yeah, I mean, pretty awesome, right? Yeah. I just, I, uh, his story, um, I don't know. I just, I think he's a badass, and um, I like him a lot. You know, and, and I like, um Adesanya, you know, I, I do. I think he's a very talented, you know, uh, fighter. I And there's definitely, like, so much more in store for him. Like, that's not the last we're going to see. Of, I mean, who's, you know, there are many people who try to go into a different weight class and not necessarily one. But, I mean, he still has a lot of time. So I like those two. Yeah. Well, what do you make of the interim heavyweight title fight coming up? I just think it was a little too soon, right? A few months. However... It's a business, like we we said, and you know, it's. Um, it, I I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I I can see where Dana White, you know, he's a businessman and 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 it needs to be done. So, it is what it is. There's not much you know that we can do about it. So, um, wait and see. Well, I'm excited for Houston. It's yeah. such a great oh, fight time. We we're talking about that. Great. That's going to be amazing. Amanda Nunes, she's the yes. greatest female of all time. Yes. To yeah. date, she's competing again. It's it's uh, the train keeps rolling. It does. I um I don't know the dates on that though. What what August seventh? August seventh. Gosh. Okay. All right. It's coming up. I can't believe it's already mid July. Okay. I can see myself getting down there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be really cool. I feel like I have something. I have a golf charity event on the 12th, which is good for um, my girlfriend. She's a Ferndale police officer, Ferndale, Michigan. Awesome. And she's beautiful. So she's badass. So we're doing like, I've never golfed in my life, but you know what? For charity, (laughs) um, I'll do it. I don't care. It, it, we're doing it. We're doing it. And then uh, the twenty eighth, like we're doing. Uh, it's in uh, Maryland, and um, it's a, a celebrity basketball tournament oh. type charity event. Are you gonna play? Well, I gotta cut these nails. Okay, and I really need to step up my interval cardio because that shit's sad right now. <laughs> okay, the last time I was on a team, I was pregnant, didn't even know it. I'm like, man, I'm winded. I'm running up and down the court. Wow. I'm like, damn, this is pathetic. I was pregnant, didn't know when, it. When did you find oh, out you were? I mean, I, I mean, I was. I think at the time was probably what only six weeks maybe four to six weeks something like that but i was like this is brutal you know and then um yeah i think i was around eight weeks because my i'm kind of not on schedule so um so yeah but that's the last time i've really played on a like organized uh basketball so kind of scary i'm supposed to be one of the captains or coaches so i told bubba i'm like bubba i just might be like a bench player i might be just (laughs) like you know warm-ups do you know anyone you're playing with yeah not really i don't know (laughs) i know it's bad bubba don't kill me but i know the it's on the flyer i guess i'm less about who's there less about who's there and more about the cause anti-bullying like i love it i don't care if it's Freaking globe truck. I don't really give a <laughs> shit. Like, I like basketball. I'm all into anti-bullying and, you know, good cause. So That's awesome. Hey, the big three's here this weekend. Yeah, we might be covering the big three for the first time. Really? I might be. Yeah. She's covered it before. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. You guys, I don't know how you, you guys keep up with a lot of stuff. You just drove in from California. Here we are. Uh, yeah. We're dedicated. Yes, that's you, wh- we that's are. That's why we when do. you... Uh, well, I'm glad it all worked out. That's why when I know. you offer dinner, we were going to jump on it. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this bitch That's might this, cancel. It's th- Vegas. This <laughs> might this might be the most stressed up we are for the schmozo yeah. ever. Oh, Seriously, well, I, I, it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's only Vegas because otherwise I'm in workout clothes. Dress. Thank you. Yeah, it's workout clothes or um, what we say I look like homeless or like well, you always dressed up. Put like photos of really cute leggings. Yeah, yeah. I have some extras. I have to send them to you. But yeah, (laughs) I mean, I I don't think it'll look as good on me. But you'd be surprised, girl. Those (laughs) pants are magical. But David, I I know he likes the pants. Yeah, they're fun. They're they're just (laughs) I like the colors, and you know, if they send them to me and you know ask me to post, you know, for a well, you do a great job. Yeah, thanks. It's fun. I like it. Any final thoughts to leave this Schmozone episode sixty nine with? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Let's just like let's get crazy. It's Vegas, and I'm bringing back YOLO. Okay, bitches. Oh, yeah. now you got it. You know, it's true. I mean, I don't care how old it is. You think about it. Like I'm sitting here complaining, like, oh, I gotta get ready. Well, Sheena's helping me. You know, but you know, let's just enjoy it, right? Of course. You know, he keeps it very like real with me. Like, you know, we're not promised around. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So, and it's true. So we're just going to enjoy Vegas and um, go Misha, kick some ass, cupcake. And um, that's all I got. <laughs> well, we really appreciate having you Thank on. You. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. You got me really hungry. I heard vel- uh, cupcake? cupcake, red velvet. Right? Red Boom. velvet. Oh. Ooh, he's always hungry. Late at night. 
especially him too. He's my little secret muncher. It <laughs> <laughs> didn't Cheese sound cakes. good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he mentioned that earlier. He did. I know. Well, uh, hey, you know who you're dealing. They know who they're dealing with. <laughs> like, come on, it's not PG. Yeah. Right. It's a schmo. It's episode sixty-nine. We are. How do we keep looking? <laughs> Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.